Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Jerry Bites. I'm Davis, an educator with over 10 years of experience. And I'm Orion, the founder of Stellar GRE. We're here to bring you your weekly bite-sized episode on GRE prep and grad school admissions. Please check out our top-rated GRE self-study program at StellarGRE.com. And don't forget, you can use the code BITES, B-I-T-E-S, all caps, for 10% off all memberships. All right, let's get to it today. The opening prompt, the opening question is very simple. Can you cram for the GRE, Orion? What do you think? No. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. No, I'm just kidding. So, okay, so why doesn't cramming work? Um, yeah, it's an interesting question because uh, what do you really need to know to succeed on the GRE? I've said multiple times that everything you need to get a perfect score in the quantitative section, you can write on the front and back of a regular-sized sheet of paper. That information, at least conceivably, you could learn in a day. Okay. Um, my GRE manual, uh, available to folks who buy memberships through StellarGRE.com, it's about 500 pages long. If you are industrious, you could read that in a week. Okay. So you can get all of the strategies, all the techniques in, in, in not a lot of time. So why isn't it possible to cram for the GRE? Well, there's a couple of bottlenecks. First and foremost is vocabulary. It is not possible, in my opinion, to learn thousands and thousands of new vocabulary words in, let's say, a week. Generally speaking, vocabulary acquisition is the most time-consuming and onerous part of GRE prep. It's something that you should begin doing sooner as opposed to later, even if you're not going to begin the prep in earnest, you can begin by acquiring new vocabulary now. And just as a reminder to everybody out there, when we're talking about thousands and thousands of vocabulary words, we're not talking about necessarily needing to know each word recognition and repeat uh, a definition. We're also talking about the general meaning, but even still, this is true that you can't cram. Absolutely. In fact, most people study for the vocab aspect of the GRE incorrectly, which is why I've attempted to correct this problem by releasing Stellar GRE vocab flashcards, which is a free vocab app that you can download on the Apple store and the play store, depending on your, um, your cell phone platform. Uh, and that helps students to learn vocabulary in the way that they will actually need to use it on the GRE, which will, greatly accelerate this process. That said, even with these changes, it's not possible to really learn thousands of words in a week. So that is a uh, bottleneck here. That's true. So you spoke of that bottleneck, and I know we've spoken of another uh, in other episodes, uh, you know, just the the reality that this is a timed test. It's a game of seconds, and, and the ability to take a timed test, that seems like a uh, at least from personal experience, that's something that one develops over practice of taking multiple tests uh, over time. Is that correct? Can you speak to that? Absolutely. So the reason why you really can't cram for the GRE is the GRE is not a, a test about what. It's not a, a test on information. That would be an achievement test. That would be sort of like your driver's license exam or the MCAT if you're starting to become a doctor. It's, it's testing your knowledge base about specific information. If that were the case, it might be possible to cram for the GRE. 
But the GRE is not an achievement test, it's an aptitude test, which means it's not really a test about what, it's a test about how. Success on the GRE requires some knowledge, it requires somewhat, but it really, really requires a process. It requires a how. And this is like procedural knowledge. Think about it like um, riding a bike. You could read a whole bunch of books about balance. You could read a bunch of books about the mechanics of what makes a bike move. But really, there is no substitute to actually getting on the seat and working out how to stay on the bike while it's moving. Like It's not something that really can be taught in a text. It has to be done and embodied by the person in question. No, that's great. So it brings me to a question of, you know, when you learn how to ride a bike, you know, you have to get up, as you're saying, get up and actually do it. Um, Now, some people that might mean four or five times trying it before they get it uh, with, you know, somebody helping them out when they're kids. If you remember, I have kids and I've taught them, they picked it up differently, but they all had to have that routine experience and exposure repeated, uh, to do it multiple times. So, um, what I I think on an episode that's titled, can you cram? And the answer was so simply no. Uh, what is the average time that is necessary to really get this procedural knowledge embedded in a place where it's comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. That's the $64,000 question that I get all the time. And it kind of depends, you know, it depends on pre-existing, student aptitude. Some, most people have uh, significant differences in, let's say, their verbal and quant performance, which is often a good thing, which means that they often need less prep because they can be more targeted to one section over the other. However, if we're considering somebody who's like a blank slate, they need help across the board, I generally recommend that they devote three months to their study. And that's why in the Stellar GRE self-study program, there is a week-by-week protocol over a three-month timeline to walk students in a guided way through every aspect of their prep, like what chapters to read when, which quizzes, which tests, when do the full-length mock exams. Everything is um, integrated into a three-month timeline, and I think that gives students plenty of time to practice the how. And... um, And that's also the basis for uh, the reported score gains, the score score improvements through the system. It's over the course of a couple of months, right? Now, if this is true, though, if if what I'm saying is correct, that success in the jury is really a how, and you can't really teach it in a book, then why am I selling a book? Why am I selling a self-study program? Well, Stellar does something very different than all of my competitors, which unfortunately focus on the, um, the crystallized knowledge, the what. So if you read a, a chapter in the Stellar GRE manual, and there are several chapters that are available for free, if you go there today, you'll see that after a brief description of the what, most of the chapter is a step-by-step modeling of the how. And then there's immediately practice problems made available to the students to go through that same sequence of a solution on similar variations of the same problem in order to consolidate the process. It's not really about like flashcards about the area of a trapezoid or um, 
the definition of prolix. It's about opportunities to get on the bike, opportunities to balance, opportunities to steer, because in that way, through that repetition, the procedure becomes embodied. And in order to have top performance on this test, the procedure, the how needs to be embodied sufficiently um, so that you can move through this timed standardized test with some degree of confidence and aplomb. No, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, thank you for explaining that. And there's a lot more to learn. And we have other episodes as well that touch on this. Uh, and thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week once again with another bite-sized episode on GRE Bytes. If you have a topic you'd like to discuss, please let us know at stellargre at gmail.com. And if you're ready to take your prep to the next level, check out uh, the before-mentioned top-rated GRE self-study program at stellargre.com and use the code BITES for 10% off any membership. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.